All right, we're good, right? Yeah, I started. Okay. So I heard you got, or you took a DNA test from your dad's work and you got it back. Yes, yeah, so I think, so I think basically, well, I think they give it because it, or it gives you like reports about your health. And obviously that's important for a company to know about their employer. So basically they gave it to us for free for the family. And it was like, so the ancestry report itself was pretty vague because these companies but don't so there's have an ancestry of, report included in it. Yeah. So basically it's in, they give you an ancestry report and a traits report. And so the traits is like physical features and other things. And then the ancestry report is like where your recent ancestors were from. But for South Asians, especially, it's like super vague because they don't have that much data point on South Asians. So, like, so yeah, anyways, it was just like basically the ancestry report was just like 100% like South Asian, which I already knew. Or there's did something they, called. Did like, they test for testosterone? Yeah, I'll get to that. But so it was like the ancestry report was like 99.9% .9 South Asian. It said something like trace ancestry, but like, I think it's bullshit, but first, like, I'll get to the traits, which is probably, some of these were, like, super interesting to me. So, and a lot of them were, like, so accurate. So, like, for example, how did they test it? Did you have to give your DNA or something? Or, I mean, you're, like, yeah, your DNA through I mean, hair or spit or something? You like spit and like a lot of people don't support it because like you're giving your DNA to a company, but like I have like nothing to hide. So. It's a spit, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but like most, a lot of people are against it. Anyways, so like, just like for a picture of how accurate it is, there's a lot of things like, like back hair, like 72% chance you have little or no back hair. Which <laughs> Bald spot, 87% chance you don't have a bald spot. Uh, you bitch. Yeah. And uh, there's some boring stuff. Like, but anyways, like some things that were really accurate were, for me, dandruff, 73%. I have like yeah. a good amount of dandruff. And then detached earlobes, which everyone, like all my relatives say that I have, or like my grandparents. Cause. What's a detached earlobe? You see that shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, basically, I'm going to show you. So basically, it's like this part is not attached to your ear. Oh, I think I think mine's attached. I think it is. It looks attached. Wow. Yeah. But like all my, like my grandparents are always like, oh, you have that. Your grandpa has that too. Oh, uh, look at this, buddy. Nah, no. Yeah, not like you. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Before 40, though. My dad's over 40 and he has it. I know, but like, come on, bro. Are you serious? Yeah. At least you can't grow a beard. <laughs> bro, I've never <laughs> shaved in my life. Yeah, really? Yeah, nothing there. Shaved like three days ago, bitch. Alright, bro. I had this. This is super accurate. 81% chance. Flaky earwax. Like dry, flaky earwax. Some people have wet. I didn't even know that. I thought everyone had flaky earwax. 
I have I have wet earwax. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought everyone had. How do you have dry earwax? I don't know if people had dry earwax. Yeah. <laughs> like, no? Who knows this shit? Yeah. Anyways, all right. So this is what was like super interesting to me because, you know, oh. like no one, everyone in my family has dark brown eyes. There's no one who has anything but dark brown. But if you look at this estimation, you'd think that since it only says 31%, you'd think that someone else would have a different color. But right. like, that's not the case. So basically, I contacted 23andMe about this, or uh, Ancestry or whatever this was, and they were saying that like your where you're in, like your environment, like where your ancestors' environment was, because obviously these are not, like your eye color isn't just based on your genes. Like we might've thought that like in the past, but now we know that your environment also shapes your physical features. So what Ancestry was saying was that, so like, for example, like my ancestors have been in India, like not only like, not even super, like, I guess the super north of India would have a greater chance of this, but everyone out, everywhere else in India, the environment would basically cause mutations for black hair and brown eyes. So my ancestors have been in India for so long. So, like, I guess that's Is why black everyone... hair, brown eyes a mutation? I thought it was just, I thought everything else I mean, else not a mutation. mutation. Yeah, yeah, everything else is a mutation. Okay. But I mean, like, I'm saying that I think the environment affected this a little bit. But I guess, yeah, it's not a mutation. So this has me thinking now. I didn't actually think about this before. I thought, based on their explanation, I thought that, you know, these chances would have been there. Like, yeah, uh, well, so, so basically, I thought these chances of other eye color would have been there if my ancestors hadn't been in southern India for so long. Because we were from, like, the very, very south of India. Our, our ancestors lived there. Like, recent ancestors, like past few generations. So I thought it was because of that was why everyone had brown hair or brown eyes, black hair. But now that you mention it, it's not a mutation. So Wait, actually, so I've, you're saying if your ancestors lived in America, for example, you'd have? Yeah. Really? That's, that's the explanation that, or that's what I interpreted from what 23andMe or I think it's the 23andMe gave me. Cause I asked so them, like, you this. always like all your the people in your family have had the potential for like other eyes like light hazel or something for example that that's what like they basically explained to me they said like your I was like so like what's up with this like everyone in my family has brown eyes and they were like your traits are based on not only your genes but also your environment so I thought it was because of you know southern India environment was why we had these features and no other features but i'm not sure if that's how it works because like you said it's not a mutation well yeah but i don't know maybe it's uh because where would the mutation have come from in the first place is my question oh, well. like if someone has blue eyes for example like how did they yeah. get there it's just I don't know, like, the super details. There's probably, like, genealogists probably know all the details, but I know, like, everyone with blue eyes can be traced back to one ancestor. Like, it was just a genetic mutation, like, completely. Like, 
I guess, random. You think that was yeah, maybe an like, environment thing? That like their ancestors had something and then they went and settled in a new place or something like that? Yeah, I, like that's why mutations happen. Like you're adapting to something or sh like some new, because like to a point, it's like if there was no randomness at all, or like, I guess if there was no change in anything, even though genetics is randomness, my thinking is that that randomness would be the same every single time. You know, like we stu we studied this like last year in science, like genetics is so random, like it's just based on random combinations. But mm -hmm. like, if there was no change in like anything, then wouldn't that randomness like, I guess happened, like for eye color, like, I, I think the only way a mutation would occur if it's something new were to be introduced into the system. I guess, yeah. Aren't there, I remember there's just like many different combinations and the fact that you, like who you are, like traits and characteristics wise, there's like a one in like 10 to the seven millionth power chance that you ended up with the exact like traits and genetics that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying, wait, so is that number just infinite then if you move to a different location? I have no idea. I, like, okay, but here's another thing to think about, like kind of related to what you're saying. If everyone with blue eyes can be traced back to one ancestor, why is it that that mutation hasn't ever occurred again? That means that mutation only occurred once in human history. And then from there, yeah. it just passed yeah, yeah, yeah. on. So oh. is it like that rare of a thing that just gets passed on? Yeah, like why weren't, I don't know. Why didn't the conditions exist for it to happen again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Because if there's only one person, like there's got, there's no way only one person or like one family moved to a specific location for their child yeah, to have blue eyes or something like, like that. Yeah, so it had to be like, it had to be something else. Yeah, and also our... you, your ancestors and like your entire family up to that point had lived in India, but you haven't, and you still ended up with the same. Yeah, it's probably, I have no idea then, like why this eye color is like that prediction. Maybe it's like a, it's like a rare thing. But there was a chance Maybe. of it happening, it just didn't happen to you. Or anyone in my family, because okay, dark brown is thirty. No, I get what you're saying. Like maybe the dark, like the black hair and the dark brown eyes. It doesn't like living in the southern India environment where almost everyone is the same. Doesn't have that much of a uh, like you can't mutate because there's no like conditions for you to adapt to. Then I'm saying when you moved here, you might have had like more of a potential to change. Like because there's so many various types of people in your environment or there's so many like various conditions or something so like my parents would be different what you're saying like my parents no, your parents like... your parents were from southern india right yeah yeah so i'm saying in well, southern they, india yeah, when they were born they, they were born or they were raised yeah they were raised there yeah well, eye color doesn't change. You're born with it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no there's no condition for them to. Or actually, sub diverging topic. I read about this. 
So basically, like Caucasian people, since they have such little pigment, oftentimes babies that are born with blue eyes, once it is exposed to light, that eye color changes. Oh, really? Yeah. For Caucasian. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Wait a minute. Does the pigment in our skin affect our eye color? I didn't know that. Yeah, because if you have less pigment, so there's actually no such thing as blue eyes. It just means you have less pigment. And then it's like the light, I think, like the it's light like is scattered. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like it's like how the light scatters at, like from your, like once it hits your eye. Like, it, huh. when, like, to another human, it looks blue. But really, it's just less melanin. Yeah, interesting. Makes yeah. sense. Anyways, so, like, what's the explanation behind this eye report, bro? Or this eye color report? They said that their genetic markers are, like, highly accurate. Are their genetic markers are what, sorry? Highly accurate. So the way they calculate these okay. trait reports is basically they look at, they have so many DNA like samples. So they know like where, so they look at your like 23 chromosomes or like 22 because one of them is like not it, but or, like this is the sex one. But like the other ones, they look at, they look through those chromosomes and they can, they know where the marker for eye color is and where the variant for eye color is. So basically, they look at that marker compared to people who have similar DNA with you. So if they take, so the people with similar DNA to me, like this, these are their eye colors. So like if you took 100 people with similar DNA to me, 31%, 31 of them would have dark brown eyes, 24 of them would have dark hazel, 18 light hazel, 14 light brown, 8 green, 3 green, blue, 2 blue. So right. that's how yes. they calculate that. So then people with similar DNA to me is like, or similar. What, other South Asians that moved to America, maybe? I think they're looking at people with similar ancestry to me. So, right. and then also looking at that marker. So it says, we looked at a place in your DNA, a genetic marker that affects your chances of having light or dark eyes. So they determined that this place determines your eye color. They're saying your combination of variants at this marker is usually found in people with brown or hazel eyes. And then this is the marker there. I see it. A, a oh, it's like the thing that we learned about last year. Yeah, yeah. Like the C A G I or F or In chromosome 15. In chromosome, they're looking at a specific part in chromosome 15. They're saying that affects eye color. They're saying. So A G is brown or hazel. A A is like even more brown or hazel. And then G G is blue or green. Mm. So, oh, and so since you have okay, okay, so then I get it. So since you have AG, they're just comparing it to other people that have AG. I'm assuming. 
Other people have AG and my ancestry. And your ancestry. I think. Really? I think. There's South Indian with, or South, yeah, South Indian with uh, blue eyes. The two South Indians out of 100. Well, okay, I don't know if my ancestry is, I know my ancestors from previous, I'll, I'll get to that later too. Like, I'm not okay. Indian, South Asian, like, DNA is complicated, but like, yeah, basically South Asians, yeah. Oh, so not just South Indian, South Asian, so like all of India. Yeah, because this like this test can't tell like really. I mean, I think maybe for some people, but like it it just mostly says you're South Asian because they don't have that many DNA points. So they're just looking at other South Asians with the AG mark is what I think. Yeah. And then they have like, so it says one of my parents has a, and then I inherited the variant copy from another one, like from my other parent. Oh, like the button square thing? I don't think this is, maybe actually, alleles. I think A and G were like what, remember there's like four letters that make up the yeah, I remember. What, what what were A and G? Genotypes? They, they never said. I think those letters are just like meant to represent things, but like where they like where those letters are can mean different things in different places. Look, because those letters okay. are there in every single chromosome, those four letters. They don't mean anything. Like they're just uh, maybe they just represent some some trait. And then Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's a confusing eye color model and then another confusing thing okay this was accurate hair texture slightly wavy hair yo really oh yeah yeah and yeah there's so what's interesting is i don't know because i know you don't necessarily inherit like you inherit 50 percent of each parent's dna but it's not like 50 percent like my sister's combination would look different than mine because she inherits different parts. I saw an explanation about this online. It's like, let's assume your mom's DNA is represented by 50 green marbles and 50 blue marbles, and your dad's is 50 red and 50 Y. If you had to take 50 from each parent, you would never get a perfect 25, 25, 25 split. Like it would take you forever to get that. So that's why people say like, oh, you look more right, like your yeah. mom or oh, you look more like your dad. Like you have certain parts that are more your mom or dad or whatever. So anyways, my... Yeah, that's a short, bro. That's literally a short. <laughs> so, yeah. So like anyways, so my sister's is, she has small curls, which is 6% according to this. So I know oh, hers would look different. It's pretty rare. So I'm... I don't know because I think her her chance might be higher. Oh, based you know off your parents, yeah, I guess you can't tell. Yeah. So, but it was accurate for me the hair texture one. This was this was also confusing. Sixty-seven percent chance of dark brown hair. Everyone in my family has black hair. Even if you put my hair in like sunlight, it doesn't even, it doesn't look that brown. Yeah. Is, is your hair dark blonde? I, I, I think it's black. It's black. It's black. Yeah. It's 100% black. 
So this is also like confusing to me. I don't understand this. No, but the combination of your genes, it's like a dominant trait maybe, like in your family to have black hair. Then why would 67% of the people with the same gene have dark brown hair? Maybe like one of your parents That's- could carry a brown, like a dark brown hair trait and then a black hair trait. And if the black hair okay. is dominant, you know? This one actually works a little bit different. I was reading about this. Oh, really? They have, it's not just one chromosome, like eye color that they were marking. It's 42 places in your DNA. So. There you go. The bigger the circle, the stronger the effect your variants have on the overall chances. Yeah, so each of these circles, so these circles will add up to 42. And I don't know if you can see the yellow ones. So these yellow ones are more blonde, and then the red, these ones are more brunette. So based on that combination, they're saying that people with this combination and my ancestry are most likely to have dark brown hair. Okay. Which, like, makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it either. I understand, like, what you were saying about how the data is collected. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, I just... So they're saying that it's not just based on your genetics, it's also your environment. Yeah, but your environment... No one in India has dark brown hair, or barely, like, very few people in India have dark brown hair. I mean, hair. people do, but not in, like, like South India, like, yeah, where my South India. Grew, grew up, yeah. I don't know. But didn't Anyways. you, actually, didn't you say that your family was originally from North India and you guys moved? Like, a long, long yeah, time okay, ago? Yeah, okay, I'll get to that, my ancestry, yeah. That's, okay. like, that's, like, the story that... Like the origin story or whatever. Like almost like every story. community every community in India has like some kind of origin story. But yeah, so it was basically written in some scripture that they moved like that. So yeah. But okay, I'll get to that later. So there's actually a way to break down South Asian DNA more than what this report because they don't have, they have very few data points that it can tell you. So Okay, I'll get to maybe one more report that might be interesting. Skin pigmentation. So originally, I thought that I didn't. I was. I fell in this fifteen percent, right? Because that's the color mm-hmm. of my. Skin. But when you go into, when you read more on Twenty Three and Me, this skin color is referring. To the skin color you were like you're because everyone is like some people are more tanned right so this skin yeah. color is referring to your natural skin color so like what they ask you to do is what they ask you to do is they ask you to like look at the back side of your arm in the survey and what skin color that is or so in the back like here like right here 
right here. Yeah. Yeah, yours is a different color. Yeah, you see that? Oh, okay. So, I guess then look at it again. I didn't even look at it that closely. All right. So I guess then then this would be accurate, right? Oh, light brown skin. Yeah. Didn't you say you were born with lighter skin? One, one of these two would be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess then that trait was or that trait report was accurate. Like you were born with lighter skin and you forgot to shower or something at some point. No, <laughs> no, nah, 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 I'm playing. Yeah, I don't know. That's what. So when you go to, so basically, like Twenty Three and Me has like a thing for to like see if their results were accurate. They ask you to take a survey, and for this specific report, they ask you like the skin color in the back side of your hand. So that's what they're talking about here, I guess, your natural skin color. So. I don't know. I guess that was accurate, but like the eye color, hair color thing is confusing to me. Anyways, so then the interesting part is I took the raw DNA from this file, okay, and I put it in into a company called DNA Genics. And what they can do is so I also put into another. So first I put it into a company called Nebula Genomics. What they can do is they can impute your file. So 23andMe will look for 700,000 genetic variants. They, they believe these variants to be the most important or whatever. So it gives you a small fraction of your actual like DNA. So they believe these are the most important. But in reality, you have like 30 million genetic variants. And they're looking at 700,000. So they're looking at a very small percentage of your DNA. Right? You okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so basically, I put it in this company's like, software. What they do is they do something called imputing the file. And they somehow, with the DNA you give, the raw DNA you give, I don't know what's included in that raw DNA file. I don't know if I want to leak this to the public, but it's right here. <laughs> well, we anyway. can share a screen option. We can just blur yeah. it out if there's anything. Oh, wait, am I sharing a screen? No. Okay, okay, hold up. So, this is Nebula Genomics. So, this is where you impute the data. And you see, they say like 30x whole genome sequencing. So basically, again, like they're getting, I see 10,000 times more data. They're getting your entire DNA picture. Uh, you can just upload a file. You don't, have, 300 bucks. you don't have to buy it. You can just upload your DNA from somewhere else. So, okay, basically, it gives you all these reports, but you can only see the free ones. Anyway, you asked about testosterone earlier. Okay, I know what that was. Boom. Whoa. Nice. Hold on. Oh, come on. All right, anyways. Nope. I'm trying to test my stuff for a little bit. Yeah. Hair thickness. Yeah. Oh, they had to have all that? Yeah, yeah. 
behavior, they can do that too. Apparently, bro. Uh, that's there. I don't plan on it though. So yeah, you are likely to snack in between. Okay, you have average. You just Most you're banging average in all of those. Yeah. Oh look at that! That didn't happen. Let's go. Yeah, you are pretty tall. I don't know what's that. <laughs> this you're is tall than average. Average is like five seven. Right, yeah, I guess. But this is true because a lot of people in my family have this. Same. Yeah. I think it's, this is also true because my everyone on my dad's side has lived like super long. Like my dad's great grandpa lived like till ninety three, and he's never saw a doctor in his life. And for that time yeah, in India, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, these are all average, sadly. No. Yeah. Uh, this is also true. I sleep. I like don't wake up in my sleep. Yeah. What about you? You do? Uh depends. I'd say I'd say I am around average. Okay. I know a lot of people that are way worse than me, but there's some people that are better than me as well. Yeah. Makes sense. Did you already look at this? Yeah, we did. Let's see. I told you tolerant. Oh, you can you can even tell you that. Like you're deficient in vitamins and stuff. Yeah, yeah, B twelve. That's common in Indians because, or like vegetarians, because they like, yeah. don't eat eat meat. Um. Anyways, and then they're also basically they they compound your results with different studies that have been done. So this was ninety nine percentile. It's like shock. I have a higher risk of shock to my eye. Like if something happens to my eye, I have a higher risk of it being like a long, like large damage. Oh, really? Then, yeah. Super sensitive eyes. Yeah. And same Parental way. lifespan, you, you can measure that through DNA files? Yep. Yep. Oh. Well, they basically take your DNA and then compare it to studies. So if you view this full yeah. report, they'll say, like, all these variants. You might have to blow this out, bro. There's some weird people on the internet. I mean, no one's watching this, but like, I don't want my DNA on the internet. Yeah, but how how would they, how would they do this, bro? How would they, like, what would they do? I have no idea. Anyways, <laughs> just a, it's a just a case, bro. I don't know. Gotcha. Anyways. Uh, I don't even know what this is, but I have low genetic predisposition to it, so <laughs> that's a good thing. Okay, maybe. Hyper intensities in the deep yeah, white matter of your brain. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, I'd say. I Pretty fast metabolism. I don't know if that's what it is, actually. Where fat allows uh, fat consumption, so I have like less taste for fat. I'm not sure. 
but I'm not very fat at all. So, yeah. Uh, let me see. This is kind of sad. 90th percentile to increase television watching. I don't even know how they get that. No way that's a thing. I mean, it's true. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure if that is. These are not right. Oh, this is true. I hate puberty probably freshman year. Really? I hate puberty in like fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. That's crazy. Anyway. The cholesterol level, that's true. As my family does, or so, a lot of my family members have high cholesterol. Same. Oh. Uh... <laughs> uh, did you see that one the one I laughed at which one <laughs> yo wait you no come, come from a job bro that's not me yeah I know I'm never getting a job you know so that's why they know I'm gonna yeah, yeah sure they know yeah. they know you're gonna succeed oh, yeah. look at this bro 100th percentile, larger subcortical brain volume. Plays critical roles in learning, memory, and emotion. So, what does that mean? My memory is probably insane. It is pretty good, but not really? like my... 100th percentile means you're better than, like, pretty much everyone in the world. Everyone in these, in the, that's used this, that's done this study, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. This is wrong. Like, very wrong. I was super lightweight, baby. Oh. But, again, if you look at who they studied, South Asians are not here. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that... Did, are you... Uh, were you premature? Or right on nope. time? Right on time. Um, I'm not sure if anything else was food addiction. Varicose veins, not for varicose veins. I don't know. It's just swollen and twisted veins. Oh. I don't think I have that. Uh. Yeah, wait. Which one did you have zero percent though? Daytime, daytime sleepiness. Yeah. You don't feel daytime sleepiness? Nope. I would um, not look at all, I'd say. I did a lot in school. You could probably control my, that. Yeah. My dad is freaking out about this, bro. Bro, it's daytime sleepy, yo. He just yawned. No. <laughs> Uh, okay what else did i miss oh all right that's pretty much it for the traits i don't know how much of that is actually interesting you might have to cut out some but i mean i don't know i feel like you could keep most of it in there except for all the long pauses yeah yeah uh okay but another thing i guess last thing i show is these three things actually okay first is neanderthal dna which okay stop stop sharing your screen oh yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Neanderthal DNA, right? More DNA, more Neanderthal DNA than 50% of customers. Nice. So I'm a little around 2%, which is the average for all humans. And you said what? The average for all humans is 2%? 2%. I don't know what the average for South Asians is, Jamie. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Uh, I think generally the consensus is that European people have more, right? I don't know how much, but it's saying 30% of South Asia has Neanderthal DNA. But it's not saying how, like how much. Uh... Okay. So then they're saying 70% don't even have any? I guess. Maybe. Like close to any? Uh, the gene in question is carried by almost 30% of the South Asian oh, population. Okay. They're, they're talking about a specific gene for, I read that paper. It was about like a specific Neanderthal gene that made them more prone to COVID, I think. Not really? Yeah. East Asians, what? East Asians have the most Neanderthal DNA? No, they have the least, I'm pretty sure. It just said how much Neanderthal DNA do humans have? And saying East Asians seem to have the most Neanderthal DNA in their genomes, followed by those of European ancestry. The most likely? Oh, yeah, let's yeah, just say that. I do see that. Neanderthals contributed more DNA to modern East Asians than to modern Europeans. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. So, anyways, 2% is the world average, I know. But, uh, yeah, anyways, so I guess I have the world average. I'm interested though. What how what is the average in South Asians? Anyways, but they're saying that one variant that my Neanderthal DNA influences is that I'm less likely to have a fear of heights. But not true. I have a fear of heights. So have what? Less. So they're saying like based on this Neanderthal DNA. One yeah. variant that they identify is I'm less likely to have a fear of heights. A fear of heights. You don't have a fear of heights? I do. Oh, you do so have a fear of heights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know, bro. Is this a scam? Like, <laughs> I think some of it was accurate. Yeah, I guess. But, like, the I eye color thing like some color scam thing? company is going to sell it on the black market or something. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Last thing. Haplogroups. So, you know how your Y DNA is passed from your dad, from your grandpa. So basically, every male, if you were to trace it, would have that Y DNA group. Mm -hmm. So, basically, my Y DNA group is. So they actually show how it started. So everyone started with A, right? And then mm -hmm. it goes to F, and then H is common in India. Like, and it's only found in India, I'm pretty sure. And the only other place it's found is Romani people, but they are, like, from India. So, right. 
H is most common in India, and it's, let's see. It says it's rare among 23ME customers, one in 11,000. My specific, my specific one is H3B. So that was the last development of H. So obviously H1 came first and like H1A, something like that. So right. they can trace the ancestry to a man who lived less than 54,000 years ago. So Very that's the half. Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah. Yep, they're saying, so while modern humans first began to migrate from Africa to Eurasia 50,000 to 70,000 years ago, they followed two routes, either uh, from the southern coast from the Arabian Peninsula all the way to Southeast Asia, and then another one to the Persian Gulf and headed inland to the grasslands in the Middle East and Central Asia. So, yeah, my the movement that this one would be, or I could attribute mine to, is the one to Southeast or yeah, so that's the paternal haplogroup. But then your mom's DNA can also be traced back through your mitochondrial DNA. So that one is M. So M is also super common in India. And my, well, I actually looked into this a little bit more than my paternal one because there wasn't a lot about H3 because it was more recent, I guess, and not a lot of people have it. But my M haplogroup is, or my maternal haplogroup is M53, which is actually, I'm pretty sure, the last like haplogroup in M before it became D. So before it became E, D. So D was the one that came after M. For okay. Or mitochondrial haplogroups, and you can also see like the movement they trace here, like pretty similar. Africa, and then to the Arabian Peninsula, and then from there. So it started at L, L3, then went to M, yeah. and then D. Yeah. But so, your mom doesn't have D. M53. It's the last one before it mutated, or whatever haplogroups do, to change into the next one. So they're saying that M53 can be trans or traced back to a woman who lived 20,000 years ago. So that's like way more recent than my dad's one. Um, yeah, still super specific. Yeah, but it's cool, I guess. I mean, you kind of, yeah. like, I don't know. But it's also rare among 23 main customers, one in 77,000. So. Yep. Yeah, that's insane. And they say the most M diversity is in India. And like, for example, they're saying M2 is found throughout the subcontinent, whereas, like, other M's, like M18 is found specifically in eastern India, and then M41 is common in the only in the Pardon speakers of eastern India. And M31 is in the Andaman Islands, like, where these people are, like, just, like, if you look at their DNA, they'd be, like, almost, like, 100% African. So, all right, like the video that you're showing me about that one island off the coast of India. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah where they banned people from going. Yeah, that's for a maybe I'll put the video in there for reference. Yes, bro, that's for a different video. We should uh, 
talk about that one day. <laughs> Wait, we should go there one day? I said talk about that, bro. <laughs> uh, we should go there. It'd be sick. Bro. No, they like welcomed okay. I don't know if we should get into this. I mean okay, okay I'll get into sure. it. They like All welcomed right. uh, <laughs> they they like welcomed these like Indian researchers onto their island and then I, I don't know, maybe they thought they were friendly, but like yeah, they like took photos with them and stuff. You can find it on the internet. But there was a like a white guy that tried to get on the island, like a tourist. They, they speared him, bro. Well, yeah, they're probably like they probably never seen a white guy ever. They probably yeah. don't even know. Probably thought he was like devil spawn or something. Killed him. Yeah. yeah. What if it's Wakanda, bro? <laughs> yeah, they have like the the whole it's thing this, behind. Same thing, bro. It's literally the exact same. They have like some tribals on the border, like guarding, and everyone thinks it's super poor. Yeah, that'd be crazy. You never know. Anyways, I think that concludes this episode. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of my talking, actually, but, you know. Yeah, it was your episode. Yeah. What do we get for the thumbnail? Oh, yeah, we should. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. All right, hang on. I'm going to look really interested. We looked at this eye color thing. We wanted to add a quick follow-up. Yeah. The eye color thing, yeah. Yeah, so we were confused in the episode, but we just moved on. We looked at it closer. So for eye color, what they do is they use something called a curated model. Because just so for like hair color in the episode, we looked at 42 or it said like 42 different markers play into it. But here... It's only one. They're only looking at one. So they're saying for these, they're using a curated model where they look at a published study that says this is where humans' DNA code eye color. They're looking at that. And then from there, they're determining just based on that what the percentage of you getting that eye color is. So they're only looking at people, like we said in the video, because I have the AG variant, right? So AA means like almost you're going to have brown eyes, like 100%. AG, you have a little bit more variant. And if you have GG, you're likely blue or green. So I had AG. So what they're saying is that they just look at other people with AG, and that's the only thing they're looking at. And based on that, this is the percentage of you getting that eye color. And they're saying it's only it's accurate for the people who contributed to the DNA that they used so to develop their model. So like most of the customers for the DNA test are probably European. So these results are probably accurate for Europeans with an AG model. And then it's not that brown eyes, because we said brown eyes don't mutate. It's that the Europeans mutated because of their environment. So that's why they're more likely to have these different agriculture. Their environment plus this genetic variation. And then even if you go here, right. second, I have one more thing. So even if you go here, it'll show where, like, who this variant is most common for among their customers. So we had it for a second. Oh yeah, it's okay. most common yeah. for Europeans, and only twenty percent of South Asians have it. 
Mm. So, all right. Yeah, nice. Yep. Yep.